Um, I had been praying and I'd been asking. It was in the bottom of my heart. I really wanted this thing. You know, I wanted to see hell, really. I didn't really care too much about heaven because, I mean, it's flowers and, and all lovey-dovey and stuff like that. And I thought, that'd be cool. Okay, I'll see it when I, when I get there. And mind you, the time is just when I started following Christ. If you've seen my testimony video, you'll see that I backslid a time after that. So this was around 2012, just before I entered, well, I just went to Switzerland at that time. So in any case, so I'm praying this, you know, for several months. And I, one day I just forget about it. I just forget about heaven. I forget about hell. I forget about praying about it because I was caught up in being in, in Geneva and, and seeing all these nice sights, eating all this good food and all this other stuff. So... <laughs> So I end up going to sleep that night. I remember the night. And I wake up. But it wasn't in the room I was sleeping in. I wake up in a, it looked like a deserted apartment building. You might find in Boston or something like that. If you've ever seen Boondock Saints, it looks like their apartment. So the brick um, was white brick on the wall. And it was leaking. It was leaking and the paint had been falling off of the walls. Uh, out of this brick wall and in front of me there was a brown table and I was sitting on a chair like this in front of me was the brown table and to the right and to the left of me or to the right and to the left of me there was two men two men but they were in the form of shadows and I knew they were there because I could see them out of my peripheral that they were there but they weren't saying anything in fact they were completely silent um, they were almost as if they didn't want to be there, as if something, something pretty drastic was happening. So as I sit there, um, I look at the table, and there's this, it looked like a glass iPad. It was a clear iPad. The dimensions had to be, uh, I don't know, 8 by 12, 12 by 16. So it was a big iPad. Just imagine... Um, What's that one iPad that's out? You know, the extra large iPad, the really big one. That's kind of what it looked like, except bigger, and it was all clear, like glass clear. And so, I, so I'm sitting there, and I see it. They're like, go ahead and uh, choose which part of hell you want to go to. And immediately I think, oh, yes, this is exactly what I've been praying about. This is exactly what I want. This is exactly what I want. I want to... I want to go see what it's like in hell. I want to see what all the fuss is about. Why is everybody so worked up about it? You know, I, I, I remember hearing about people getting their arms ripped off and uh, demons being all big and bad and things like that. And, and I thought to myself, ah, that couldn't be so bad. Just, you know, let me, let me go see what it's like. And so I'm over there. I'm sitting down at this table and I lift up the iPad. And I look, there's, there's a couple boxes. In one screen, in one of those little boxes, right? There's a big iPad, different little screens. It was sectioned off. One screen, there was a guy who was, who was running full speed, just on fire. He was on fire. Okay? There's another screen. There's a guy who was seated down, uh, kind of like a cross-legged, seated down, and he was in agony, and there was like snake biting him, and cockroaches that were as big as couches eating him, and stuff like that, so he was in agony, he was being eaten by all these insects, and, and snakes, and all this other stuff, so there's another one where there was a guy who was getting stabbed, and he was getting, um, 
cut up by knives, like like the Halloween Michael Myers knife, Jason machetes and stuff like that, and they were just stabbing him. So I look at the first screen, the guy running, and he was on fire. I said to myself, nah, I'm good with that. I don't, I don't want to be on fire forever. I don't want to experience that. I don't want to see that. I'm good with that. Second one, I see the guy with, with the roaches and the snake and all that. I say, nah, I'm good. Uh, let, me, let me go to the next one. Immediately, I see the guy getting stabbed with spears and knives and all this. And I think to myself, I say, okay, Guamara, I've cut myself. I've had some paper cuts. Cut myself cooking uh, while I'm chopping some onion and stuff like that. You know what? I think I could handle that a little bit. A couple of pails here. I've seen some TV. Uh, the guys make it after they get stabbed in the abdomen. You know, I, I'm, I'll be all right. So I, as soon as I, I'm thinking about that being okay with me, and me going there, all of a sudden I get thrust forward. If you'll see in the description of, or the title of the, the video, I, I, I put a roller coaster. So what it felt like, like I was on a roller coaster going about a thousand miles an hour. All of a sudden I was no longer in that seat. I was no longer in the apartment building. Those guys weren't there. The table had gone. The chair was gone. All I was perceiving at this time was like the black of darkness, as they say. It was black, it was dark, it looked like soot, oil, all the blackest you can think. But I perceived myself going, just rushing like down this tunnel, this black tunnel. And it was curving, and it was dark, and it was black, and I could feel the rushing, and I could see the blackness moving past me. And I was, all of a sudden, the more I'm going, the faster I'm going, I already know where I'm going. It's like a knowing. I already know this. I don't. I didn't need anybody to tell me. It was already in my spirit. So I'm going, and all of a sudden, the the feeling of agony came. The feeling of regret, of regret. The feeling of regret. The feeling of sorrow and sadness and just the impending doom, the anguish that I was gonna feel, the pain that was about to become to me, or that was about to become of just my being. Everything I was gonna experience was just gonna be bad all around. So I'm going down, I'm, I'm right? And I'm in the tunnel now, right? I didn't even get to hell yet. I'm still in the tunnel. So I'm going, I'm, I'm going, I'm going, I'm like, yeah. Now, you know in movies when uh, somebody's going towards something and they're trying to stop, but they're, they're moving forward, right? Like, no, no, I don't want it. But you can't stop yourself. You're still moving forward. That's what it was like. So the worst feeling that I've, everything bad that you could imagine, imagine Imagine that's what I felt at that time, okay? And as I, was, <laughs> as I was trying to pull myself out of that, I couldn't. All I could feel was this feeling that the love of God was leaving me. There was no more protection, number one. There was no more love, number two. There was no more crying out for forgiveness. And there was no more Jesus or, or, or the forgiveness of sin. All of that had disappeared the deeper I was going into this tunnel and, and the more that, that, um, that hell was increasing. So the more that I'm, I'm, I'm going deeper into the depths of this tunnel that was the entrance of hell, because you know there's many pathways to hell. There's many doors. You can go many ways. And this was one of the ways that God was taking me, just to show me something. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. 
No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash specialoffer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash specialoffer. So I'm going down this tunnel. I'm feeling all this agony. I didn't want it. I didn't want any of it. And, and fear, fear, the gripping fear, you have no idea. You have no idea the, the amount of fear. I wouldn't wish that on anybody. And I wasn't even there yet. I wasn't in the flames. I, I didn't smell the smells that people talk about. I didn't see the burning flesh. I didn't see the demons stabbing people. Even though, I mean, I had another experience with demons. But anyways, I was in the tunnel on the way there. Being transported to, to hell. Right? So, as, as the more and more that this fear is gripping me, I say to myself, I don't want this no more. In all of my being, if I could scream it out, I was. And I was screaming, no, no, stop, in, in, in the deepest part of my being, my spirit. And then, and then I, I, I didn't want it so bad and I had so much fear that I woke up screaming. That's how, that's how bad it was. I woke up and I was yelling. And then um, my dad, who was in his room, he's like, hey, hey, is everything all right? What's going on? My brother he wakes up over there. He's like, hey, 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 what's going on, man? Are you all right? So everybody's like, what happened? Why are you yelling, screaming like there's fire or something? Like somebody's about to attack you. And I, was, and I sat there for a moment, you know, I kind of, you know, did one of these like, like, am I here right now? You know, and then immediately the thought came of the prayers that I had made. Right. I was wanting this. And so God answered my prayer. And I didn't want it anymore. I didn't want to experience that anymore. But the reason that he let me experience that is because hell is real. And in fact, a lot of people are going that way. That's why sometimes I kind of get upset or saddened when people make comments like, um, like, I'll just, I don't know, I'll just go to hell or, or um, see you in hell or, or, uh, or there's going to be a party in hell or something like that. Or what's another one they say? I don't care if I go to hell. I'll just go to hell. I don't care anymore. I'll stop following Jesus. The thing is, if you knew, if you knew what you were talking about, or if you knew what hell actually is and who is there and what it feels like, even before the demons, even before you're actually away from God, you see, I, I was alive. I only received it as I was sleeping. My spirit was just showing that. I wasn't actually dead. My soul wasn't there, like most people who die. I'm still alive. I was still alive. I'm still alive. You see, so when somebody says something like, hell is just a, a fictitious metaphysical place, that's not real. It's an actual tangible place that you can see, that you can feel, and the worst part about it is a lot of people are going there. Okay? So um, just, just think about what it is you're talking about when, uh, when you're thinking about saying something like you want to go to hell or you don't mind. Okay? So that's, the, that's pretty much all I had to say about that. Um, again, again uh, think about the things I always talk about. Number one, keep praying. Okay? Keep praying. 
all right number two keep following jesus all right and number three read your bible read your bible you have to be serious about this all right it's not a joke it's not a joke at all and it'd be a shame if you ended up actually in hell talking about i'm gonna have a party down there when in fact there is no party you know even before you get to hell you're gonna have a problem going there and then when you get there you're gonna have demons attacking you and then at the end of everything when god's final judgment is done then there's the lake of fire so you see Think about what you're talking about when you talk about hell. When you just say these words that you just throw in the air, okay? Hell is real. Demons are real. It's an actual place. So in order for you to prevent yourself from getting there, what do you do? You seek a relationship with Christ, okay? That's all you got to do, all right? Uh, okay, thank you, Uncle. Um... But, but this is what I'm talking about, okay? Seek a relationship with Christ. Get yourself out of that highway to hell, as songs like to glorify it and things like that. And get yourself into a safe place with Christ. A safe place under his wing that scripture talks about, okay? A safe place in, in his secret place, all right? That's all you got to do. You don't want to end up in hell. You don't, you, trust me, you don't want to. And if you're too lazy, if you're saying that you know Jesus, but you're not doing anything about it, or you're, you're still worldly, you're going clubbing and all these things, you don't want to end up there, okay? You don't want to end up there. I was just in the tunnel going there, and that, and that was bad, okay? Imagine actually being there, okay? Think about it, all right? Think about what I'm saying. If you don't believe me, okay, I dare you. I dare you. Go ahead and try what I did. Watch all those videos and think that hell isn't that bad. Just think that. You start talking to God like hell isn't that bad. You keep throwing up those words. Yeah, okay. You won't like what you experience, okay? You really won't. So, guys, keep yourself out of hell. I don't want anybody to go there. I don't want anybody to experience that because it's a real place. Jesus is real, heaven is real, demons are real. How do you save yourself? Follow Jesus Christ. All right? So, let's get it together, all right? Get it together. Life isn't about drinking and smoking and having a good time and having a party. It's about fulfilling the purpose that you have in life, about helping others about serving God, about doing good in accordance to what God said, what he taught us, all right? Be serious. This isn't a game, okay? Jesus loves you. Till next time.